it can be really stressful to have to buy gifts and travel and plan out the menu for Christmas on top of feeling like you have to do X, Y, and Z for your business. Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating 9 to 5, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hi everyone, I'm Abby. And I'm Kim. Welcome to this week's episode of the Digital Dreamer Podcast. The holidays are a time where we are supposed to feel joyful and grateful, but let's be real, they can also be really stressful. Especially when, as a small business owner, there's pressure to have products in your business, sales for Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and whatever other new holiday we God, come up I, I with this like year. I feel like every year there's another one. I know. Like, they're like, why not buy it Wednesday? Like, <laughs> like, right, like what right. is it going to be now? Like, and so it puts a lot of pressure on you, especially when you see all your fellow business people out there doing things and putting things on on social media and having sales and you start to get this major FOMO. Like, right. And you feel like and you're doing so, something wrong. Well, there's so much pressure that you're like, I... I'm supposed to be taking advantage of this if I want to make all these sales, right? So it can be really stressful. And so then on top of that, you also have a life. You're planning for the new year. You're ta- trying to take advantage of one of the biggest sales seasons of the year while you are trying to buy gifts and travel to see your family and get together with friends and maybe and, even host pig gatherings. And yeah, just in general, enjoy one of the most exciting times of the year where you get to see all these people. So it can be really stressful to have to buy gifts and travel and plan out the menu for Christmas on top of feeling like you have to do X, Y, and Z for your business. So we thought that it might be good to spend some time this episode talking about gratitude. And I just think this is a great time of year to do this because it actually is a great way to stay mindful and present and reduce your stress. But before we get to that, what are some of the things this holiday season that you're looking forward to? I am looking forward to going to my aunt and uncle's house for Thanksgiving because that side of the family is always a good time to hang out with. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited for my little sister to come home from her first semester of college and to see her and and hang out with her and hear all her stories. And I'm looking forward to my birthday. I'm turning 25. Yep, that's also And a vacation at the beginning of the year. I'm excited about that too. So lots to look forward to. Yep, and then our family also has lots of birthdays in this time of year, like Abby said, her birthday, but then we also have your dads and your sisters, and since little sister is coming home from school, we are going to do the Friendsgiving at Melting Pot, which I think will be fun, and then we are also doing a birthday celebration at one of the nice steak restaurants, which is one of my favorite places to go. I love that place. I don't think I've ever been there, actually, so I'm excited. But you know what else they have here in Kansas City that I think are so cool? I'm sure these are popping up everywhere, but all of these little pop-up bars and pop-up holiday experiences. So there's one here called Miracle, and it is just like Christmas 
everywhere. Like you go into this little pop-up bar and it is decorated to the max for Christmas. Then we have another one where they took one of the old hotels. There's a rooftop that used to be a revolving rooftop that was glass. So you could look out over the city. That restaurant has been closed for years and it's not open or it's they're not going to let the rooftop revolve anymore. But it still is the building with the best view of Kansas City. And they've turned that into a pop-up bar this year. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't. I don't think I realized that that's what you were talking about when you yeah. said that. And then Chicken and Pickle decided to turn their rooftop into a ski lounge. And so they have a holiday experience that's more ski-themed. Okay, remember when Chicken and Pickle first opened? And I was like, guys, we should go there. It looks really fun. It's like a new place. And you guys were like, ew, no. Who even wants to play pickleball? And now everyone's like... We should go to Chicken and Pickle. I just want to remind everyone, it was my idea first, and I got shot down. But now that it's cool, everyone wants to be okay. like, oh, Chicken you and Pickle. <laughs> you brought this up in the dead of winter, and they didn't have a lot of outdoor activities to do there in the dead of winter, and I was not going to play pickleball in the cold. But I actually discovered this this pop-up thing they're doing because I was looking for ice skating times because they also have an ice skating rink. Oh, I didn't know they have an ice skating rink. Yeah. So I was thinking that could be something. But anyway, there are oh, we also have a um a luminary night at the Arboretum where you can walk through. There's an adults only luminary night night. So I'm gonna do that with some of my friends. But anyway, lots of fun things to look forward to on top of all of the stress of getting everything perfect and buying all those presents. And so as we talk about gratitude, one thing that popped into my mind was I was remembering that a few years ago, I did a podcast all about the lessons we can learn from dogs. And it was the same week because it was going into Thanksgiving week. And my big takeaway from it was that we really it can get stressed out when we go hang out with our families and you have all that conflict with ants and people who, who maybe just have like nitpicky things, like want to pick apart your appearance or they don't like this or they don't approve of your job or just all the things that ways that relatives can stress you out. And I was thinking about how awesome would it be if we just approached the holiday season with the heart of a dog? (laughs) Because dogs are so loving. They don't judge you. They're great listeners. They're great companions. And so I was just thinking, like, in addition to what we're going to talk about gratitude, just think going forward when you have those conflicts with your relatives, just kind of picture your dog. And not like you'd really want to like, you know, lick them or try to get them to play fetch or something, but just kind of imagine having the heart of a dog and how you might be able to diffuse situations thinking about like a dog. So when your aunt insults you at the dinner table, just go to her feet and beg for turkey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) But what it does remind me of, (laughs) seriously though, but what this does remind me of is that this time of year, the biggest gift you can give people is your presence. So I know that there's lots of stress and pressure out there about buying the perfect gift. But remember, usually what people want from you is your time. And I think that that's a great way to just approach this whole thing about gratitude. Because part of gratitude is that it is a form of mindfulness. It is a form of being present in the moment. And that means paying attention and appreciating the people that are right in front of you. Well, and appreciating the good parts about even the really stressful times. Right. 
And that can be really hard to do when you are completely angry with whatever the situation is that just happened at the Thanksgiving dinner table. (laughs) I know you're thinking, okay, how is this going to make me feel less stressed? This just seems like one more thing I have to do. You're telling me I got to write lists and I got to like think more and use my brain more. Like how is that going to make me less stressed out? But there are numerous studies that show that people who feel grateful have lower levels of the stress hormone cortisol. They also had better cardiac functioning and were more resilient to emotional setbacks and negative experiences. And I think that's very cool that something so simple as changing the way you think and appreciating the things around you can have physiological effects on your body. But like Abby said, this is not just one more thing to do during the holiday season. Think of it more as an invitation to slow down and breathe and take in everything that is going on around you. And thinking about unexpected blessings and things that fill you with awe and joy and wonder. This is such a great season for just your senses. There's all these great smells and sounds and songs and laughter. And there's just so many sensory things to take in that I think you would have to try hard to not be in awe over something throughout this season. I know. That reminds me of The other day, my mom and I went to this plant shop that has a coffee shop inside to work at, and we walk in, and they have, like, all the Christmas plants out, and we immediately both were like, it smells so good in here. Oh, it did. It smelled great in there. smelled like Christmas. But that was another thing that we did, too, which I think is a form of practicing gratitude. It was a super dark, gloomy icky day and we both were feeling like we really could hardly function because it's just so dark and cold and so I said why don't we go to that coffee shop that's in the nursery and work and it just felt so much more cheerful there and we were able to appreciate all the beautiful plants and it smelled good we had great coffee we had lavender lattes actually and it was just like a way to like completely reset our state of mind I also love that when you first told me we were going to go to a coffee shop and a nursery, I I literally went, oh, we're going to go cuddle the babies? <laughs> like, yeah. I thought you meant babies, and I was like, awesome. I mean, that could be really cool, but <laughs> this time of year with RSV being so yeah. serious, that maybe is not a good idea. Have you been to our store on Etsy? You have to check it out. We have shirts and mugs and tea towels and digital prints for every occasion. We have things for brides, things for Christmas, things that are holly jolly and new, things for the new year, things for brides. Did I say that yet? Lots of fun shirts to tap into the spirit of the season, to bring out joy and things that should be purchased for somebody on your gift list. We've talked all about gratitude Let's make holiday shopping easy. Visit Iris Digital Media on Etsy. The link is in the show notes. But gratitude is super powerful. And just by acknowledging and appreciating the little things that make life good, it helps us rewire our brains. And by doing that, it helps us deal with situations that we find ourselves in 
like stressful situations, negative situations, it helps us deal with those in more constructive and productive ways. And sometimes life is really hard and we're having a lot of challenges. And so we forget to reflect on all these really good things happening in our lives. And sometimes we take these little or big good things in our lives for granted because we're just used to them. So it doesn't, it's not requiring any action on our part or we take amazing people in our lives for granted. Well, yeah, like what if you're lucky enough, like you're a parent with young children and what if you're lucky enough to live by your parents and have grandparents that are able to babysit your kids? I mean, a lot of, we never had that. I didn't have that when you were little. And that is just like something that is really amazing and helpful that you might take for granted because it's just like they're always there in front of your face. But what an amazing thing to be grateful for. Yeah, like like what if you're a nursing student who has a husky and, and your <laughs> mom always helps you with the husky? Wait, do we know anybody like that? Do we? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, you know, just even things like having friends who are able to pick up your kids from school or that you can trade off babysitting with or um, something that I keep saying we should do that we haven't yet is – if we make a big crock pot full of soup and your sister makes a big crock pot full of soup, why don't we package up our extras and swap? Yeah. You could easily do that with, with a neighbor too. Is or with a friend or, yeah. Just little things that make life easier. But, you know, even just like having that friend or you could be that friend that drops off a casserole for dinner to make somebody's life easier. But all of this to say that – Practicing gratitude regularly really does help enhance your life and make you more resilient. It seems like such a simple thing that it's hard to believe that it could make such a big impact on your life. But gratitude can provide enhanced well-being and satisfaction with life. It can improve your relationships and give you a higher quality relationship with your loved ones. Better physical health, like how we just talked about how grateful people have lower cortisol levels. And this is a huge one too, which I think also applies in the medical profession. But if you have somebody that's ill or has migraines or just is not feeling well, gratitude can help with a reduction in symptoms of things like depression and anxiety and even burnout, like our nursing student that we keep talking about, <laughs> Gabby's sister. Just being grateful for the things you have can help, like when you're in a profession that has a high burnout rate, or when you've worked yourself to death getting ready for a vacation, you can start to think, look forward to your vacation and think about all you're gra grateful for. And gratitude practices can reduce cardiac diseases, inflammation, and neurodegeneration significantly, which is huge. Gratitude just generally can change your outlook on life. It can change your body from the inside out and improve your health, which I think is really amazing that our minds are that powerful. I know. I feel like we're always told how powerful our minds are, but it just amazes me every single time I really like learn more about it. Well, and I feel like gratitude and meditation can go hand in hand because meditation also has a lot of these same benefits. And I well, think and affirmations too. Yeah. But I think it's because you're focusing on the present. You're focusing on right here and right now and all the positive and good. And so they both can cha completely change your life. 
So let's talk about just some of our ideas of different kinds of gratitude things that you can do to practice gratitude. So one thing that you can do is just journaling. So every day you journal about your day or whatever. Maybe you follow a journal prompt, but you work into your journaling some things that you're grateful for in each day. Another one that I've always liked is you just get like a great big, a pretty jar, a candy jar, a cookie jar, a mason jar, whatever fits your house and your lifestyle. And just every single day on a slip of paper, write one thing you're grateful for and put it in your jar. Now you could also do little things where like you go get those flat little stones. Like if you got them at the river, that would be really cool. But you could also buy them at Michael's or Hobby Lobby. And then paint them or write in a paint pen on it a word or something that you're thankful for. And then you're kind of creating like this little artistic bowl or container while you're putting those in. And then the idea would be like at the end of the year or at the end of the month, you would pull those out and kind of read and reflect on those. But you could do the same thing for every single family member could have that practice. And then you all sit around maybe on New Year's Eve. And you read through what everybody was thankful for. So there's a lot of fun things that you could do with that type of gratitude. And another one, if you're like a really visual person, would be to write down things you're grateful for on a whiteboard or put notes on the fridge or the mirror so you can see them. Or make a type of vision board. However you do your vision board, cut out pictures and just make it visual so that you're always able to remember. It's just, you know, then come up with some sort of a mental trigger for when you're going to look and reflect on these things. And then one that I thought of recently that I kind of liked was to do like a random brain dump of gratitude. So you set a timer on your phone for two minutes, three minutes. And in that amount of time, you write down as many things to be grateful for right now that you can think of in that amount of time on a piece of paper. I like that. And so by right now, I just mean, it doesn't have to be like, you know, you're sitting at your desk, like, what am I grateful for right now at my desk? But like, you know, like in your life at the moment. And then I just think it would be kind of cool if you did that like once a week and then you can go through it every week, be like, oh my gosh, look how many things I had to be grateful Mm -hmm. for every week. And that's always one of the things I love about keeping a journal is the ability to go back and look backwards on it to reflect on those things and remember and I think it just automatically fills you with gratitude when you're able to look back on those things but if you have trouble remembering to do this one of my favorite tricks is that you just set an alarm on your phone and you set it a certain number of times if you have an iPhone go in and add the label that says gratitude time or whatever so when it when that goes off you remember. And so that's your reminder. And then just take some, take that time to take a few deep breaths, maybe stretch a little bit, notice your surroundings, and then come up with whatever your number might be. But I think five is a great number. Five things that you're grateful for in that moment. Or if that doesn't work, go through your five senses and come up with something right now or today or earlier in the week that I was grateful for that I could see, smell, taste, hear, blah, blah, blah. So let's talk about a few areas of your life to think about when you're writing about gratitude. Yeah, because I always think it's easy to be like, okay, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful that it's warm. I love my dogs. Like there's some basic things that get on your list every time. But then how do you expand beyond that? And so sometimes I think it's helpful to look at different categories. Yeah. Well, and especially like if you want to get really specific, like I feel like that's great. Like, 
I am grateful that my friend Sarah is a really good listener or something, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So thinking about, you know, friendships in your social life, that's definitely one area. Relationships with your partner or your spouse or your kids or your family or your coworkers, that's another one. Your physical and emotional health, your financial status slash your business. Any kind of achievements, whether it's a long-term achievement, something you've been working toward, or just like a little tiny celebration or a win of the day. Or new healthy habits and lifestyle changes. And then even you could look at challenges that you've had, something that could be perceived as a negative, and you could look for the bright spot in those or the lessons that you learned in those situations. So turn those negative things into a positive. Look for that silver lining. Another thing that I think that we tend to forget is that there's other ways to show gratitude than just writing lists or saying thank you. We say thank you all the time automatically. It Sometimes it's a habit and we don't really put much thought into what's behind that appreciation. But think about how you can show appreciation to the people in your life through learning what their love language is, showing them, giving them words of affirmation, spending quality time with them. Writing them a really nice note or sending sending flowers with just a little, I'm thinking, you know, whatever their love language is. Sending somebody that's important to you at just a text that says, I'm thinking about you or I'm so proud of you because, and then be specific about like something. Try to, try to go deeper on those things so that the person really knows that it, it's not just a fake compliment. It's not hollow, but that there's some thought and meaning behind it. And then another one that always gets me is you can show somebody that you appreciate them by actually putting down your phone and listening to them. And not just listening to figure out what you're going to say next. Listening because you actually care what they have to say. And then you're going to process that before you talk. Yeah, like having a real conversation. Because you know when you have a conversation with someone and you can tell that they're listening just to figure out what they're going to say to you? And it's like, you're not actually processing what I'm saying. And then the next level on that, I think, is when somebody tells you something that's important to them, remembering it and following up. Like if somebody tells you they're going to have surgery, if you're bad at remembering things, put it in your calendar and remind yourself to text them at least or pick up the phone and say, hey, I'm thinking about you either before or after the surgery. Or if somebody is going to go do an Iron Man. Make a note of that so that you can tell them good luck or congratulations. But Or one thing, just to brag on myself a little bit real quick, one thing I was kind of proud of myself for was I remembered that one of my friends told me that she had never gotten flowers before in her entire life. Wow. And so it was her birthday the other day, and I'm not in town, so I ordered flowers to be delivered to her doorstep, and she told me that... She like burst into tears when she saw them because nobody had ever gotten her flowers before. And I remembered her saying that. And so when I was trying to figure out something to get her that would be meaningful, I was like, oh, that could be perfect because then she can say she's gotten flowers before. And she really appreciated that. Yeah, I like that because a lot of people, I think, send flowers because they're the easy thing to do. But in this case, you knew that it was going to be something meaningful because she had never gotten them. So that's pretty cool. So looking at all of this... Even though this time of year can be super hectic, 
when we focus on these positive things, we can stay grounded and get through whatever stress comes our way. A gratitude practice allows us to look at our lives through a different filter and it helps us shift our burdens and start to think of some of those things as maybe blessings or shift our minds from our burdens to thinking about our blessings. Yeah, so by consciously practicing gratitude, we can train our brains to focus on positive emotions and thoughts, which will reduce our stress and anxiety. I love that. I think there's a lot of reasons that we could choose to focus on gratitude this time of year, not for something extra to do, not because it's cool and trendy and everybody just spent all of November writing down on Facebook one thing they're thankful for every single day of the month, not for any of those reasons, but because it's good for us and it's going to bring us a lot more joy. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please rate us five stars, subscribe, and share with a friend. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.